whatever you're saving up for. A CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey guys, I want to say thank you so much for joining into this adventure in the Holy Spirit. We've got an incredible show for you right now. We're already encountering the wonderful Holy Spirit. So I'm going to do this commercial here real quick. If you want to hear God, if you want to hear God's voice and prophesy, we have the entry level prophecy e-course available for you on charismacourses.com. It's entry level prophecy because we have a firm conviction that Each and every one of us can hear God's voice. We can all prophesy. We can all equip people, encourage people, comfort people, edify people through the wonderful Holy Spirit. So you can hear God's voice. You can prophesy. So please feel free to purchase and enroll in entry-level prophecy e-course available on charismacourses.com. But guys, we're already encountering the Holy Spirit for today's episode. It's, It's amazing. I've got David Edwards who is a revivalist who ignites passion for the presence of God and heavenly encounters. David and his wife are the directors of the School of Revivalists. They were on staff at Global Mission Awareness, where they served their spiritual papa, Leif Hetland. David recently released his new book, Mystify, Encountering God in the Elements. So please welcome David Edwards to Adventures in the Spirit. David, welcome. Uh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Looking forward to it. <laughs> it's, all, it's amazing already. I mean, we just had yeah. a few minutes and the Holy Spirit is moving in power. But David, I would love to know how you first came to know Jesus. Well, growing up, I knew all about the Lord and um, I knew he was Lord. I believe that with my whole heart, but he was some guy that was way off in the sky. And um, in my teenage years, I believe I was 16, uh, 1997, right before I turned 17. And my friend invited me to this um, show that was like a punk rock show, but they were Christians. And I thought, okay, that sounds kind of cool. I guess I'll go check that out. And then after the show, he invited me to his youth group and I began to go and um, I felt like, well, maybe I do need to be in church. But then one day the youth pastor was preaching and he said, not only would Jesus wash the disciples feet, he'd wash your feet too. And I thought he would wash my feet. Why would Jesus wash my feet? And so all of a sudden he went from being some guy way off in the sky somewhere to someone that was right in my personal life. And I began to burn on fire for him. 
and just try to find him. And I would do things like fasting. I didn't even know what fasting was. I was just, I would go to the cafeteria and read my Bible in high school rather than eat. It's not like it was much of a sacrifice. I mean, it was high school food, but I just began to burn uh, deeply and intimately for Jesus in those teen years. And then we heard about Brownsville around the same time, the revival that was happening down there. We began to like, as a youth group, we traveled to each other's houses. You know, there wasn't a phone we could just watch the video on. And someone 45 minutes away would come back with a video of God moving. So we drive all the way over there and then drive back like one or two in the morning after watching the video and then getting wrecked by Jesus. And then we drive home. So the, those are the years that really ignited my heart and my passion and my fire for Jesus. I love that. And then how did you first encounter the wonderful Holy Spirit? So, yeah, we, so we began to see glimpses of God moving. And I had a friend. He was my age, but he, he was just burning, praying in tongues, filled with the Spirit ever since he was three years old. And so I began to follow him around like a magnet. And so um, it's a couple. There's two different occasions. One occasion was a youth camp where um, all the youth come. You know, we're up in the middle of the wilderness in Alabama on top of some mountain. And we pray and worship. And then they did the whole thing where, OK, they're going to lay hands on people. I hadn't experienced that yet in person, but I saw it on TV. And so when they when they called everyone up for a touch from the Holy Spirit, I was so hungry and so excited. I ran up and the guy came by and touched me. I don't know if I just leaped back out of pure joy or if I was knocked back by the Spirit. I was out for an hour and a half. I was shaking, convulsing. Like I woke up the next day with like sore abs, right? And so just totally filled with the spirit. I began to have visions. I saw like this, uh, the Holy Spirit as like a blue energy would go inside of me and all this black stuff would leave me. And it's like I was in the Holy Spirit washing machine. It was just why he was just washing over me in and out and in and out. But then like no one coached me to be like baptized in the spirit right there. And so a few months later, I was uh, sitting out in the hallway at high school and reading a book by Benny Hinn called The Anointing. And I finished the last page of that book and I wasn't allowed in class because they were going over a test. I shut the page of that book and all of a sudden, like tongues started rolling out of me in the middle of the hallway in high school. And I didn't know how to stop. it. <laughs> so they opened the door like, you can come back in class now. So I walked back into the classroom with my head down, speaking in tongues. And I sit down on my desk. I'm just kind of like, it was under my breath. It wasn't crazy. So I actually got filled with the spirit and began to speak in tongues in high school. So those two encounters are kind of like my 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 initial um burning moments with the spirit of god i love that is so good you know benny hen's book good morning holy spirit and the anointing yeah. are some of my favorite most favorite of all time and actually those are the two books i was reading right before i was powerfully baptized with the holy spirit i was just hungry that's awesome yeah good morning yes yeah, so i read good morning holy spirit before that and that really gave me a grid for who holy spirit was and i just kind of began to devour his books. And there's a little bit of that story in Mystify, but um, that was really fuel for me to kind of learn the things of the Spirit. So it's neat that you have that same sort of history. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know how many copies of, of Benny Hinn's Good Morning Holy Spirit and the Anointing I've given out, but um, it's it's a must read. I would love to write on the Holy Spirit myself because he's so wonderful, so good. Mm -hmm. And we were just encountering him right before going live. And I'm believing wow. that more people will encounter on the tail end of this because we'll be talking about your book, your new book, Mystify. We'll, we'll be talking about encounters that you've had and we'll also be leading people in activation. So what was the process of you after you were saved, filled with the Holy Spirit powerfully? What was the process that you went through to start your prophetic ministry, your Holy Spirit empowered ministry? 
what was God doing through you and how did he get that going? Awesome. I actually have this funny story in one of my earlier books, uh, Activating a Prophetic Lifestyle. But my grief for the prophetic, um, just the background I was in, uh, the people who I saw who were prophetic were kind of like, you know, had mature beards. I'm trying to get there. No, I'm just kidding. They were kind of in the pastor's inner circle. They kind of had the thus saith the Lord vibe when they prophesy. And so in the middle of all that, I was getting touched and wrecked by God from Brownsville. And I was praying for different people in my youth group. And they were getting filled with the spirit and zapped and falling out. And then I, as I began to pray for them, I began to like see things over their life. And I was like, oh, I feel like God says this. Your dreams are coming true. I see you sit in heavenly places. And God's saying this to you and doing all these things. And it's really encouraging. I didn't realize I was prophesying. prophesying. I thought I had the gift of elaborate prayer. <laughs> I understand and, um because I thought the, the prophetic came in a certain set of clothing and attire, if you will, spiritual clothing. It had a certain cadence to it. And some of the examples I saw for prophetic, well, it wasn't that everyone could prophesy. It was like, well, this seasoned person can give these national declarations. And I knew I wasn't doing that. And so I didn't see the difference between being here and being here. So after doing that for nearly nine years, I was at a church one day and I gave um, one of the ladies in the church, her son, a prophetic word. And I thought I was praying elaborately again. And she goes, oh, that was a great word. I was like, wow, that was a great word. Like bingo, the light went off. And around the same time, I was listening to Chris Volatin and stuff. So that was kind of like helping me balance all this stuff out about, you know, how God speaks, the different ways that he speaks. I was consuming material, Jack Deere, uh, Steve Thompson, some of the, the people who are really known for activating the gift around the same time. And so it helped. Uh, synchronize the definitions in my head and understand the different types of prophets, the different ways people can hear from God, prophesy and all that kind of stuff. So I love it. That's so good. That was a long one answer. Sorry. Oh no, I, I love it. And you know, it takes constant use practice, even, you know, it takes, you know, constantly immersing ourselves in the presence of God first and foremost but also with, with safe people, people that we can learn from, people that we could watch. And honestly, I think some of the best places that I learned was in revival movements, you know, um, and, and just being safe and glorifying Jesus through all of it. So your new book, Mystify, which is subtitled Encountering God in the Elements, is a very powerful book. So what was your you and your wife's journey into the encounters and then into writing that book all about it. So after experiencing, um, you know, the ministry of Benny Hinn, seeing like on one of his early crusades or something, I don't know if he's in Africa or where it was, but the wind blew through the service. And I was like, wait, there's more of God in the wind. I want to see the wind move. And so that kind of gave me a grid for how God could not just touch people, but creation itself could begin to respond to the, to the presence of God. And, um, so I began to pray for that encounter and different other encounters I had seen in church history. I read about, you know, like Andrew Murray with experienced churches shaking and building shaking. It's even in Acts on the day of um, Pentecost. And then when they were refilled, the house where they at began to shake. And so you see this, this thing where the earth itself responds when there's a dynamic move of the spirit. And so that's how I kind of began to look for God moving in the elements was these big, like, like mind um, earth shaking encounters, but he led me through this journey to where I began to notice it in the subtle before I saw it in the substantial. 
So um, like you mentioned earlier, my wife, Alicia, and I worked for our spiritual papa, Leif Hetland. And one day we were going out on a ministry trip in the area, and it was the first time he was sending us out as a son and daughter to the region. So we went from Atlanta over to Aniston, Alabama, and um, we were burning with some of these things. We had had a couple of encounters. So we shared the testimonies of these encounters at the church and the same things that we had happening in our personal life began to happen at the church. And so you saw all creation responding when the sons and daughters were rising in their identity in the place. So we travel back and we we're telling Leif all about the story and the journey and the experience. And as we're telling him about this, um, he's sitting directly across from me. Alicia is here and there's an adjacent hallway that doesn't have any light in it. And so as we're talking about how God touched that church and all the amazing signs, wonders and miracles and healings that took place, all of a sudden, well, back, this little pillar of light, lightning shocked inside the, um, the hallway. And we're sitting there like, like Blake was the first to speak. He's like, did you see that? It looked like the flash of an old time camera. I'm like, yeah, we saw it. And then you react out of the natural. So we ran into the hallway to make sure it wasn't really lightning that was burning the building down. But when I saw it, it was like a pillar and it had wings come up. So was it was it lightning responding? Was it light? Was it fire? Was it an angel? When you get into the heavenly world, the natural laws don't make sense. I think it was E. It was probably all of the above. The cool thing about encounters is that your DNA and your spirit receives a lot more than your mind's able to apprehend at the second. So I can go back into that encounter. I can revisit it. It's like the complete download of a book, but you've only read one page when you saw it, but you still have access to the whole book that accompanied the encounter. So as we go back and revisit it, I'm sure some of these mysteries will be unlocked. But so that began this journey for us. Like we began to have this season from 2016 until about 2019 when I began to um, put the, all the stories together for Mystify and begin to write it. That's kind of the... Um, the catalyst for wait, wait, there's it's not only just random encounters from our life, but it has a really unique theme, God moving through the elements. And that began to develop the story. I, I love that. And these are all biblical. I mean, you know, these are things that I don't think we'll hear preached on a most <laughs> Sunday mornings. Okay. I'm just being real. You know, uh, there are some churches that will preach on these things, but these are real you know, I mean, when the believers got together in the book of Acts, the place where they were praying was shaken. Okay. I've been in one, one revival meeting where I seriously felt like I went, like, it was like an elevator, like the Holy Spirit fell on us. And it's like, I'm on one floor and then like I was taken up into another, Wow! You know, but <laughs> I'm still waiting for the day where the place, the meeting place is shaken by the power of God. But there are other things too. glory clouds. You know, I've seen through my ministry we, in uh, my previous youth ministry, we saw Jesus diamonds. We saw gold dust. But I always wanted to point people to Jesus about these things. But in your book, your new book, Mystify, you say that the Bible is a guide to inspire us to discover the God that we read about and get to know him for ourselves. And that the Bible also helps us to navigate our supernatural experiences. Could you unpack that for us? Absolutely. This, this Boom, thing reads right this there. Thing reads greater than a comic book. Um, it's the, the stories in it. Like even if you look at Acts, Acts is like, here was Jesus, but now check this out. Here's all the here's all the Jesus people and what they're about to do. 
boom, 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 crazy supernatural story after crazy supernatural story. And um, one of the examples I use in the book is all about the Bereans. And you, you see a lot of people today, well-meaning, but they look at the Bereans as kind of proof that things aren't the spirit when that was the exact opposite of their ministry. When Paul showed up and preached the message of Jesus, their hearts began to burn. The, 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 the image of God inside of them began to come alive. So they went to search the scriptures to prove that what Paul was saying was the truth. If you kind of unpack some of the Greek, the vernacular, and how they kind of dove into that. And it's like, oh, wow, wait a minute. They weren't like trying to find out what was wrong with this message. They, they were like, oh, this is right. We know it's right. Now let's look at scripture in a brand new way to see Jesus in there. And then they opened it up. It's like, oh, there he is. Whoa, there he is. Whoa, there he is. And so the Bible itself is an invitation in the guide to the same encounters that they experienced there for us to have those experiences. And if we were to say, oh, wait, they're, they're not more special than us. Jesus said you would do greater work. So the whole thing is like this divine menu to get to know Jesus more. We call it the word. Obviously, it's the Logos and the Rhema. It's the, like you said before, it's the informational and it's the experiential. When we have those combined, we're activated as our identity and sons and daughters of God who can experience all these same amazing, incredible things. So when we talk about mystify, like we had that, you know, I had my house shake and then we began to experience the wind blowing. Then we had the fire encounter and it reminded me of Elijah on Mount Sinai. God caused the, the wind to blow and the rocks to crush and the fire, but that wasn't the end of what he's doing. A lot of translations say, but God wasn't in it. But what it kind of means there is, is that wasn't the last thing God was speaking. It was always leading towards something. It was leading towards something. So each elemental encounter led to his voice. And I began to put that together. I was like, wait a minute. When the elements come together, we can hear God's voice in a new way. And his voice is the sound of many waters, right? And so I was like, oh, wait. So there's the fourth element, the water encounter. And then we had this whole amazing experience of a couple of years. And then we were in a meeting with a dear friend named Brian Gearin in Atlanta a couple of years ago. And the, the meeting went crazy. Like you said, there was feathers falling from the ceiling. There was diamonds. I mean, heaven was definitely close. So the earth started having the same description that is described the way it is in heaven. And um, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I felt raindrops falling on my arm. I'm like, I felt this once before, but it was like one single drop or two. This was like, oh wait, like, like I stuck my, my arm out the window and then realized it began to rain. And then the next moment, it felt like a mist, like you're walking through one of those cooling stations at Disneyland. I looked over at my wife. I'm like, you feel that? It's raining. She's like, yeah. I looked down there a whole row and everyone's like, yeah, it's raining in here. So funny enough, Ryan Guerin was down here in Florida last weekend at the church. And of course, in the pocket in the corner of the room, it began to rain again. But we know when the elements come together, God's speaking something new, He's speaking something fresh. And I think it can reorient us to see some of these things that God does in the earth is not always negative judgment type scenarios, but it's like, hey, wait a minute, grassroots revivals on the horizon, a new move of God's beginning to come. There's even a thing in here about the cosmos, and um, that's kind of why I went with that on the cover, like this sign of wonder appearing at a revival in Birmingham, and the stars began to appear inside of a tent. It was crazy. It's like the natural world faded away. And there were stars there and we actually captured it with technology. And so I began to pray into that and lean into that. And I realized like, you know, when stars appear, the king is near. If you look at the Magi, 
going and the star came close to the earth, the king was on the move. The king was doing something amazing. I think it speaks to us, just the positive side, even in 2020, God's up to something very amazing, very loving, very supernatural. And it's the invitation for the sons and daughters to arise. Oh, I love that. I was just, you know, through this whole conversation, I'm reminded of how creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. I would love for you to unpack that for our viewers and our listeners. The sons of God, creation is groaning for the manifestation. What does that mean? So one day I was leaving Leif's office and he looked at me and he goes, you're more than a revivalist. And I was like, what? No, revival. Revival's like, yeah, I'm known for a revival. Thank you, Jesus. Like revival. He's like, you're more than a revivalist. And so that stripped my identity down to learning to become a son. Leif said I had apostleship, I had leadership, but I didn't have sonship. When I found sonship, all the other ships sank and I became a father to the to nations of the world. And so kingdom family became our primary focus. If you look back at the beginning, you have father loving son, son loving spirit, spirit loving father. And then the Trinity, the heavenly family wanted to reproduce that in creation. So you have creator produce creation. Uh, one became two. So you have creator and creation. So two could become one. They have spirit, father, loving son, son, loving bride, bride, loving spirit, spirit, loving father. So my definition of revival is when all of creation is restored to God's original design, which is kingdom family. So if all creation itself, like even the, the walls around me, the trees right outside my window, the ocean about five miles that way, everything is groaning for that restoration, that return to the image of God. That's why when Jesus himself showed up and rode into Jerusalem and he got chastised for people praising him, he's like, look, if they don't praise me, the rocks themselves are going to praise me. But when the sons of God begin to praise the king, then the rocks themselves are synchronized with glory. They're synchronized with their original design. So whenever you have revival happen, it's not that people come into the kingdom. That is amazing. I'm not diminishing that in any way at all. But they come into the kingdom. They realize their authority as sons and daughters. Then you see the earth begin to transform. Then you see the return to even the call of Adam and Eve to cover the earth with the garden, cover the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God. It says the earth already has the glory, but the knowledge of the glory and then see everything returned and awakened to its true identity and place in the image of God. And that's really our heart's cry and our heart's message. So now the revivalist part of Dave has this is set into the kingdom family part of Dave. So it's not just revival, 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 revival with no purpose, design, or intention. Now you have placement. Now you're able to activate people to go out and transform society and to see amazing things. So, Wow, I love that. The Holy Spirit is thick. He's been, it's been getting wow. heavier and heavier the whole time. Uh, but I would love for you, because we're all about activation, love for you to lead us in an activation to encounter Jesus, to encounter God, to encounter the wonderful Holy Spirit. So when I when I saw the wind blow through the meeting, wow, I can already feel it. I'm bidding hand. It was like a whirlwind, like like crazy, and began to look for that. I even tried to activate it for a group of students, and they were like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Thirteen years later, I saw a Darren Wilson film where a young man actually activated it, and I thought, "Okay, there's a connection point," and so. I began to look for God. I began to look for what God was doing, not what he's not doing. It's just like Moses when he walked past the burning bush, which was an elemental encounter. It was something 
heavenly being consumed by some, or something earthly being consumed by something heavenly. And so I began to look for what heaven was doing in the midst of the supernatural, in the midst of my life. So one day in prayer, I just felt the smallest touch of wind blow across my finger. I was like, wait, wait, that, that's it. It's the cloud the size of a man's hand. I was looking for the tornado, but that's it right there. I was aware of what was happening in the room. I was aware of the wind. And then the first time I actually saw it, I was on, on the, the prayer team at Bethel Atlanta. I was praying for a young lady and I felt Holy Spirit say, you know, show her out how much I love her by the wind. I said, I feel like just the wind of God's going to touch you right now. And her hair just began to blow. I was like, do you feel that? She's like, yeah. And then so it's one thing to kind of feel it yourself and then kind of, you know, well, see a, a lady's hair blow. And this is, it's easy to reason that out. So another thing to stand in front of a group of teenagers and say the wind of God's about to blow through the room. And now standing up there in front of the youth group, you can't fake it when it's teenagers, right? They're going to either be like, what is this dude smoking or wow. And so we were talking about purity. And I thought God wanted to exclamate, exclamate the point on purity by him touching them with the elements, touching him with the wind of the spirit. And I was about to stand up and have them activate before I could do it. The wind began to blow in the room. So right now, if you're watching, what you can do is just simply put your hands out. <laughs> now, when I put my hands out and I experience God moving, I'm aware of like if the air conditioner is on, stuff like that. I don't want a fake encounter. I want a real encounter. And so even now as I'm talking, I can feel the wind begin to circulate around this hand. I actually have some tingling like electric stuff happening in my thumb right here. So, yeah, even now, Lord, just just look for what he is doing. I feel like you're going to begin to fill the way and just look for the small and he'll turn that up. He'll turn that into the substantial. So yeah, Lord, <laughs> Holy Spirit, let the wind of God, even now on this broadcast, and we know you're not fixed in time. So no matter when someone's watching this, may they feel and experience the wind of God. Even now, just blow through them, blow across, blow across their setting, bring healing, bring life, bring clarity of your love and synchronize their hearts with your hearts and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus name. <laughs> wow. Like there's fire on my hands. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mm. Holy Spirit, come. Holy it's the Spirit. same thing with any of the encounters. It's, you know, even if you like sometimes in the wind, like we see people healed, we see um, God began to do stuff. I think God's touching someone's sinuses right now. I feel like you've had like maybe just a, just draining sinuses for a really long time. We just command that to dry up right now in Jesus name. I feel like also there's someone watching that you, your, your back flares up when you try to sleep at night. So we speak peace and rest. May the fire of God touch your back right now in Jesus name. Someone else watching, you've been hearing this and you're fired up, you're jazzed and you're like, I want to experience all of it. So right now we just release it in Jesus name. That this next season, these next couple of days, you'll have these amazing encounters. You can bring, you send the testimonies to adventures in the spirit. So yeah, God, let revival spark in our generation through technology, through the tools that you've given us, that, that everyone can know their place as sons and daughters, and you can raise up mothers and fathers to transform the earth in our generation. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Holy Spirit. So I'm going to call people right now who are encountering Jesus. Because this is going to be aired on King TV, wow. on Vision TV, on Prayer TV, on social media, to thousands of people on satellite in Pakistan. So mm -hmm. if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, but you felt the power of God through mm -hmm. David's activation, 
call on Jesus right now. It's not just about going to heaven when you die. It's about getting heaven into you mm. right now. So ask right. the Holy Spirit to fill you up in Jesus' name and say, confess with your mouth, Jesus, you are Lord. Jesus, <laughs> you are king of my life and commit wow. your life to Jesus right now. And may the Holy Spirit fall on every person watching, every person listening Fire. right now in Jesus' name. You, you're encountering Jesus right now. You felt the wind of God, the electric fire of God burning through your body. More, Lord, in Jesus' name. More, Lord, in Jesus' yeah, name. Fire of God. David, will you please pray for everybody right now? Uh, who's encountering Jesus. There's more. I, I think that there are people who will be watching this slain in the spirit, watching it uh, uh, overseas right now. Uh, and other people listening in who are going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So will you pray in Jesus name? Yeah. Just let your spirit ignite right now. If you just gave your heart to Jesus, I say, welcome to the family. I say, yeah. welcome to the experience. I say, welcome to the local neighborhood superhero club where we get to see God do amazing and wonderful things in the earth. And I want to encourage your prayer life. You know, it's, it's this book actually kicks off with a story of, um, I was praying one day. I didn't feel a thing. It was dry. And I thought, man, Lord, where are you? What are you doing? All of a sudden I hear a whole bunch of thumps. And then my house began to shake and vibrate in his presence. And so if you're feeling, if you've gone through a dry season, the cool thing about going through a dry season is that makes you combustible. <laughs> that makes you easy to be set on fire. So Lord, even right now through the different avenues and different channels that this shows can go out, let your Holy Spirit burn and consume and ignite believers around the globe in Jesus name. Let your fire fall even now in new and amazing and exciting ways. Wow, man, my hands feel like crazy, like they're stuck in electrical sockets. And that's because the person of Jesus is burning. He's on fire. When he shows up, our our our, our bodies begin to tune to his frequency. If you can if you can feel the vibrations of a train engine as it drives by, imagine standing next to the engine that fires the universe and he lets you feel just a little bit of his glory. But when we come out of these situations, we come out of these experiences. People look at you just like they looked at Peter and John and they say, these men, these women, they must have been with Jesus because there's something different about them. They can, people can recognize family because they're created in his image. And when they encounter someone who knows their identity in his image, it awakens their spirit to who they are. So you might be thinking, how can I experience this? How can I do this? Friends, just lock eyes with Jesus, synchronize your heart with his and he's going to empower you by his spirit to be a walking alabaster box of Papa's love that you can pour out on everyone in every place and every situation that you find yourself in. In Jesus' name. Wow. Wow. I'm believing for some massive testimonies to be pouring in to King TV, Prayer TV, Vision TV, to Fireborn Ministries. David, you got this new book, Mystify, Encountering God in the Elements. I want to recommend that everybody purchase this book. What is the best way for people to connect with you, your ministry, and purchase this book? 
So our website, schoolofrevivalist.com, that has information about our school, uh, the the um, online or live portions of the school and different courses we offer. But it also has a section on the page that has our ministries on it as well. So you want to find out what, about what me and Alicia are doing, where we'll be speaking or ministering and doing things like that. You can go there and check that out. Now, Mystify itself, the best place to get this is on Amazon. If you type in Mystify David Edwards, you'll be able to find it there as well as some of our other books. But yeah, that's the best uh, best places. We also have a YouTube channel. That's uh, youtube.com forward slash dayfire one, where we really dive into the depths of encountering God, different testimonies from the book and other crazy Jesus testimonies we've experienced as well. So Awesome. Thank you so very much. I think after this, I'm going to soak for a little bit spend time with jesus yeah totally bro it's been my it's been my honor and privilege to be on here anytime we get to talk about jesus with kingdom family the earth is more transformed into his image so it's these grassroots little movements little conversations here and there that have all of the attention all of the gaze of heaven and you'll see a difference not only today but in days to come awesome David, thank you so much for being on Adventures in the Spirit. For everybody watching and listening in, please subscribe, rate, review, and share Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky podcast, available for you on Apple, Spotify, Google, on Charisma Podcast Network. In the name of Jesus, we love you, David. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.